0: Lantern Podcast Episode 37, Making More Money with Your Maker Business. Today on the podcast, we are exploring all things additional revenue streams. I'm talking about what they are, why you want them, and which ones will work best for you. So if you want to grow your handmade business, or you want the safety of adding another revenue stream, then this episode is for you. Welcome to Lantern the podcast where we shine a light on making it as a maker. I'm your host, Julianne Tiedemann, professional artist, mentor, and champion for makers. The Lantern Podcast explores what it takes to be a maker, someone who creates beauty with their hands. We delve into how to create in a way that is sustainable and authentic, and dig deep into how to take your making and turn it into a successful creative business. I'd also like to invite you to join me from the 1st to the 7th of February for an all-new mini course that I've been working on. It's called Your Handmade Biz 101, The Best Kept Secrets for Success with Your Handmade Business. There are four awesome lessons, plus a couple of live Q&A sessions, a pop-up community, and some fun giveaways. You can find the link to sign up in the show notes for this episode at lanternpodcast.com or sign up at heirloomisland.com forward slash handmade biz 101 that's heirloomisland.com forward slash handmade biz 101 so today's episode topic is adding additional revenue streams to your handmade business now this is something that I get asked for a lot many handmakers get to the point with their businesses where they reach their maximum output As one person, they can't make any more items any faster and they're making the most they can. So it's as much revenue as they possibly could make. And they might be thinking that they wanna grow their business and are wondering how to do that. So today I'm gonna talk about growing your business by adding another revenue stream as a way to make more money and also diversify your revenue a little bit. So if you decide to grow your handmade business, You're likely going to look for an additional revenue stream, which is adding another source or another way of bringing money into your business on an ongoing basis. So diversification can be great because it's actually safer to have money coming into your business in a few different ways. That way if one of the streams slows down well, you still have money coming in from the other ones. And it's great to try out new things. You might want to try something new and then realize it's actually way more profitable than something that you'd previously done. And then you're going to really want to lean into that new revenue stream more. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about additional revenue streams for makers of handmade goods. Now, I wanted to clarify and say this specifically, makers of handmade goods, versus artists because if you're a visual artist um, like you paint with watercolors or acrylics and you're looking for additional revenue streams there are so many options dare I say so many more options than if you make a a handmade good Um, because your art if you can scan or take photos of your actual artwork and then get that onto a computer you can put that onto products and there are so many options for you. But when you make a handmade product, let's say you make gorgeous cutting boards, it's a very different sort of situation from making artwork in terms of creating additional revenue streams. Not to say that if you're an artist, this episode isn't for you, but I am just mean that as visual artists, I feel like there are all the things I'm going to talk about plus a whole bunch more. So these ones are specifically aimed at people making handmade goods. Okay, so let's dive in. Now I'm going to sort of just swish over selling your work online on your website or on a platform like Etsy and also selling your work at markets in person because I think those are the two main ways that handmakers would make their money and they already know about those. So the first real one that I'm going to talk about as an additional one is teaching. Now if right away you're thinking oh Julianne yeah I've thought about that and I don't want to teach Well, I want you to just take a moment and listen because there's actually a lot of different ways to teach. So first, you could run a live workshop. Now, especially right now, people want to be social and they want to do things with other people. And so running a live workshop can be super fun and a great way to talk to your customers, hear feedback from them and really connect with people. And So if you're going to explore this idea, I suggest getting the book How to Design and Teach Workshops that Work Every Time by Rob Fitzpatrick and Devin Hunt. It is an absolutely brilliant book that walks you through everything you need to know to plan and host successful workshops. It is inexpensive and it's a super easy read. I really recommend it. Next, you could teach online. Uh, Again, the workshop book is awesome for this as well. So you could teach live workshops or record your workshop or a class. Um, And teaching online is brilliant because you can reach such a large number of people if you decide. uh, And if you decide to record your workshop, you can make money off of it again and again. There are many different options for classes and workshops. You could host them yourself um, over a platform like Zoom or a Facebook Live or you could record them and offer them through your own website um, or on a teaching platform that's specifically tailored for teaching um, like Kajabi or Thrivecart Learn. Um, Or additionally you could offer them through a site like Skillshare where students they they go to that website specifically looking to learn things. And so um, it's kind of like, you know, the, the Etsy, you know, Etsy people are going there to buy handmade goods, Skillshare people are going there to learn things. Next, you could write a great how to guide about what you do, or a booklet or even a book about something related to your industry. So this could be a step-by-step walkthrough of how to create a certain product, like all the little tricks and tips that, that only you know about. Or it could be a guide about your industry. Let's say like a deep dive into the history of basket weaving or how watercolor paint is actually made or a traditional type of pottery that you're really interested in. So, you could sell this as a PDF off your website or maybe an ebook. And you could also sell it on a larger platform like Amazon where you can offer it as an ebook or as a print on demand book right through Amazon. Another idea would be to become a mentor or a coach to other makers in your industry. And I, I love, love, love this one. So you could offer individual coaching sessions, a package of sessions as a mentor, or offer group coaching, you know, like over a set period of time. Let's say like a six month session. You could do it specifically related to a skill in your industry, or you could do it to support other people in building businesses in your niche area. And having someone in your specific handmade niche that you would be able to ask questions to when you're first starting out is amazing, and this is a very underutilized revenue stream for makers and artists. Now, if you think back to the first year or two when you were learning to make and get good at what you do, and you really think about how you felt, I can I, I can do this right now. I can think in my head exactly what it was like. You know, I felt alone. Uh, I was often unsure about what I was doing and I all the time wished that I had somebody that I could ask questions about what the heck I was doing or what I was doing wrong, you know, or how I could do it better. So you could offer a solution to this and it could be really, really great. You could offer these surfaces in your local area and meet people in person or you could offer them online and reach a really, you know, like a broad audience of potential clients. The next would be selling patterns or recipes of what you make. This is another great way to add a revenue stream to your business. So you might take, you know, maybe you make really fabulous wallets. You design them yourself. You could make a pattern of your design and sell them. And this is great again because Once you've created the pattern and you sell it again and again, it opens up your work to another type of customer. This might be the person who's not able or willing to pay for your gorgeous handmade wallet with the, you know, trendiest fabrics. And instead, they are willing to pay for the pattern and they're going to make it with fabric that they already have on hand. And this also opens the possibility of selling your patterns into shops. Now you're gonna wanna consider which plans or patterns that you're happy to see other people make. Um, Perhaps not the ones that are your most popular product because you wouldn't want your competitor um, to start making them and then you end up losing business. So really put some deep thinking there into which plans or patterns that you would like to make. Now another idea for an additional revenue stream is to be an affiliate. So being affiliate or affiliate marketing, it's essentially when you promote another product or service and someone purchases that product using your affiliate link or a special code that you have, and then you make a percentage of the sale. So my advice with affiliate marketing is to only promote things that you've used and stand behind Um, because you wanna be honest and upfront with your audience and about the fact that you are an affiliate for the product and you legally actually have to do this. You're gonna wanna read up about this for the specific area that you live in. Um, And not to affiliate for too many things because you never wanna end up marketing other stuff more than your own work. Now, this might be something simple like you setting up an Amazon storefront and having in there all the books that you have read and loved in relation to your specific industry or it could be like once a year you share your story about and help to promote uh, a class or a course that you took and loved and that it really helped your business or um, and so sharing that story is really authentic and it's easy for you to do and you make some money off of it so that's like a really genuine way to do it The other thing you could do would be share about a product, like a certain type of tool that you use for your work that really makes it easier or better than your work previously was. So that's like an easy way to share about something that's meaningful to you, but you're you're like helping other people in your industry by sharing this product with them. So next you could consider selling your products wholesale to shops. Now wholesaling your work can be crazy awesome for your handmade business or it might not work at all. You're gonna to need to do some research, some math, and really look at all of your products to determine if you'll be able to wholesale and how to make it work for you. To start, I would suggest by listening to episode one of this podcast, because it is filled to the brim with brilliant tips and takeaways from Emily Arbor, all about wholesaling your handmade goods. And then also coming up in June, I've got a live workshop called Happy to Wholesale, where we are gonna talk specifically about things like pricing your handmade products for wholesaling, creating a catalog, and how to make wholesale work for your business. Because to be honest, it doesn't actually work for everyone. There's gonna be a live Q&A session and heaps of resources for you to dig into. So you can find out more about that workshop in the show notes for this episode. Another option would be to create DIY kits of what you make. And kits make excellent gifts and they often sell really well at the holidays. So DIY kits are a great way to sell the same product, again, to your customer. So for instance, you might make candles and your repeat customer buys your candles, but then she might also buy a bundle of your DIY candle kits for a weekend with her friends um, as a fun activity to do together. So you could explore your product line and see which item would be the best fit to offer as a kit, and then add all the bits together and create essentially an entirely new product from one that you already have all the supplies for. Okay, (laughs) I hope I've given you lots of different ideas here because that is nine different options for adding additional revenue streams to your handmade business. And I really hope that it has sparked that, that super fun, like, oh my gosh, that might work for me feeling. Now you can find out more information and links to the books and workshops that I mentioned in this episode over on the show notes at lanternpodcast.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for the free mini course running February 1st to 7th called Your Handmade Biz 101, The Best Kept Secrets for Success with Your Handmade Business, because it is going to be super fun. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it but pretty please leave me a review over on iTunes. I read all of the reviews and it seriously means the world to me to hear your feedback about the podcast.